Great. Great, we'll uh, get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the uh, uh, Interledger community call. Um, like we said, this call is being recorded. So if, if you would not like to be uh, on the recording, please turn off your cameras. Um, great to see all of you uh, uh, join the call today. Um, so today, um, uh, during our community calls, we invite our uh, community to share and discuss the projects that are being built on the Interledger protocol. We'll get uh, updates from across the community. And this is a great place to ask any questions that you have and uh, the help that you're looking to get from the people who are involved with the broader Interledger ecosystem. Um, to begin with, um, I can start with some of the updates from the Interledger Foundation side. Um, so we have some uh, exciting updates. Uh, 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 one of the important update being we would be hosting the I ILP Summit later this year in November. Uh, it would be happening uh, um, on 12th and 13th of November, which is a weekend. Um, and the location that we are looking at is New Orleans in Louisiana. And we'll have more details for you to look into and, and uh, ways to get involved by, by our next community call. Um, so we are quite, quite uh, uh, excited to uh, put this together and share more, more details on this pretty soon. With respect to uh, um, other things. Um, Alex is speaking today at Code Mentor. Um, I can share the link. So he couldn't join the call because uh, uh, the, the session, uh, his talk is happening parallelly as we speak now. And tomorrow he's going to speak again. Yeah, so tomorrow uh, uh, he's going to speak uh, uh, at Dev Talks, uh, uh, Romania. It's, it's going to be a, a two-day uh, uh, virtual event. I'm putting the links in the chat for you to go through. Right. And uh, last month, Alex was also at the European Parliament um, talking about the Interledger protocol about the WC3 um, uh, proposal uh, with the larger ecosystem, uh, with, the, with the stakeholders, uh, with the European Union. Um, so uh, uh, Alex would be able to share more details on that and feel free to ping him to get more, more details on that. But uh, uh, it has been quite a exciting month last, last month and also uh, this, this, this week. So these are uh, 
from from the community side uh, and as most of you know we have our cfp announcement uh, went live uh, for the ilp based financial services grant um, we have hosted both the info session and officers uh, we have the upcoming officers coming up this 10th june and 16th june uh, chris would you like to share uh, a bit more on that Uh, sure. I don't know if there's that much more to say to this group, except for, uh, you know, I'd say a few things. One, it's open till July 8th, so there's still some time. Um, Vanille, myself, others on the Interledger team are open to one-on-one -on -one conversations or small group conversations. If there's anybody that you know that's thinking of applying or otherwise would like some information or has questions, um, we do have... More off, I think we have an office hours a week between now and July 5th uh, that um, I can post a link to that in the chat. So feel free to drive people there. Those are very informal sessions, just kind of Q&A and discussions. I find them, I think that the people who show up on them um, find them valuable. Uh, and uh, that would probably be about it. It's just that, you know, we're all trucking towards July 8th, there will not be an extension. So if you know there's groups thinking about applying, you can say that there won't be, you know, that that really is gonna be a hard deadline this time. Um, and we're excited to see what comes in. Thanks, Chris. And uh, next, uh, I would like to invite Adrian. Hey, hi, Vanille. Hey, everyone. Um, so update from Fainbot's side. Uh, sadly, we've had a few more delays uh, that were outside of our control. Um, the uh, One of the partners we're working with who connects us into uh, a bank in the US uh, notified us that our banking partner was having some challenges. And so they um, are trying very quickly to move us onto a new partner. We've we've resubmitted a whole bunch of due diligence documentation and had to do a few additional things for this new bank partner, but uh, that will all be done, um, we're told in just under a week from now. Uh, and we, if all goes well with a new bank partner that will push our release deadlines out by about a month. So it means we're only likely to start taking on uh, users in late July rather than this month, which is what we'd hoped to have. Um, so that's unfortunate, obviously, uh, very irritating from our side. Um, work on the UK and EU uh, partnerships uh, continues. So uh, hopefully those are still on track. We don't have fixed dates yet. It's all very dependent on the regulator. Um, we, just a reminder, we're um, applying to get an uh, electronic money distributor license through a, a registered e-money issuer in Europe. Um, and that means our agency has to actually be approved by the central bank where they are registered. Um, so it's quite, quite heavy due diligence we're going through on there. Um, but so far, so good. <laughs> so far, everything's moving as expected, slowly, but as expected. Uh, on the product dev side, uh, things going well. 
um, you know, we're we're on schedule and, and still looking good. Obviously, with a later release date, we're hoping to have a few extra, you know, polish bits of polish and features in the product by the time we go live. Um, and I think it will give us a bit of breathing room around Rafiki and the open API stuff that's still being implemented there. Um, we are hiring at the moment, uh, although I must say we are limiting our current hiring search to Cape Town. We're looking to get people physically in the office with us, um, at least initially. Our, our, we're looking to add a few more engineers and a designer um, to the team, but because we all come into the office and work very closely, um, we were, were wanting to add more people in a similar role um, for now, I think if the team continues to grow, we'll start to explore uh, more hybrid and remote positions. But for now, it's, it's in-person in Cape Town. So if anyone is an experienced back-end engineer and wants to come and live in Cape Town or does live in Cape Town, um, please let me know. Or, or a designer. I've had some very promising design candidates already, um, and we may make a decision on an offer tomorrow on one. So it's possible that role is already filled. But... Um, Always interested to meet anyone um, from the community, especially who who you know is keen to join us. We have one junior engineer already who joined us from the community, and that's um, it's been really great uh, having having people who are already like um, you know bought into the into the edge of vision joining the company. Um, half the job for us is already done in, in the on the recruiting side. Um, I think that's it from our side. Yeah, I mean, obviously disappointing uh, to not have the the Fainless wallet available for people to start trying um, this month. Uh, unfortunately, as I say, out of our hands, but we'll we'll hopefully have um, things in place um, by by mid to late July. That's that's the expectation from our partners. So uh, we'll keep you updated as we go. Um, and and I think that's it for me. Thanks, Andrew. I'm not sure if, if there's um, if Sabina's on the call to give you an open payments update. Oh, she is. Okay, I'll hand over to Sabina then. I thought you were giving the open payments update. <laughs> you played that very nicely here. That was, that was good, hey? Um, <laughs> So I was um, thinking about circling your jobs back in Cape Town, but no, I'm not so sure anymore. <laughs> um, I'll, I, how about we split it? I, I can, I can, I can give an update, and you can, you can fill in the blanks. Um, so on the open payment side, uh, I mean, Sabine can give you specifics on what the Coil team have been doing. They've been doing a lot of dev work, um, a lot of implementation of the specs. Um, on the spec writing side. Uh, Good progress on openpayments.guide, which is where the, the payment specs stuff is sitting today. Um, I've just wrapped up a big cleanup job on the uh, repo. So all of the old spec um, website stuff I've cleaned up and the landing pages and so on. So that's sitting in a big PR waiting to merge in. Um, should make maintaining all of that a little bit easier. Uh, currently, we're publishing the specs on readme.io. Um, I think it's working reasonably well. Uh, if anyone has, you know, suggestions or alternatives, there we can we can explore them. The way the workflows uh, works at the moment is uh, we're using Open API spec as our um, our base like 
you know, source of truth. And so we're editing the open API specs both for the resource server and for the auth server. Um, and then when those get pushed to the GitHub repo, they automatically sync up with README. And then there's a whole bunch of additional docs and, and so on on readme.io that we're starting to maintain um, around introductory information and so on. Um, bunch of work there still outstanding for me to do. Uh, we've made some pretty big changes to the API specs over the last month or so. Um, so need some sort of explanatory work and, and stuff to go in there. But but I think where we've landed on the APIs is really promising. So um, looking forward to documenting that and getting feedback and getting specific about how you would do you know, certain use cases. Um, I think we've talked about it before, like one of the biggest challenges has been accommodating new use cases like e-commerce or tipping um, and still thinking about some of the um, properties we want to get out of other use cases like web monetization. So how do you, you know, maintain that sort of low friction, uh, non-interactive, privacy-preserving nature of web monetization, but also offer you know, um, more interactive uh, use cases like e-commerce checkouts or um, peer-to-peer payments or tips. Uh, so I think we've I think we've landed in a good space there. Um, but uh, you know, and and because we haven't had to have any emergency meetings of late, I'm assuming it means Brandon and Sabina and and Nathan and the folks who are doing the implementation have stopped hitting roadblocks, or they've just stopped telling me and they're just changing stuff without us <laughs> discussing it um but uh sabine can sabine can uh, confirm or deny but that's yeah that's it from my side on the open payment side um definitely if anyone's got comments uh check out the docs.openpayments.guide give us some feedback i uh, would love to hear what people think i will just continue um with that so um yeah adrian i think uh, we're in a pretty good spot so it's not like we're just doing stuff about discussing i think we are um actually um somewhere where we have all we need to to implement um maybe to add to what you were saying the the i guess the biggest change we did to the open payment spec very recently was that um we changed incoming payments such that um they also include a URL where you could get stream uh, connection details. Um, previously, like we, we discussed multiple things. We previously had just stream credentials in there. Um, then we removed those. Um, basically, what we're trying to solve was the use case for web monetization that should be as privacy preserving as possible. So um, uh, like originally, we thought, well, the browser just creates an incoming payment and um, that is handed off to the sending wallet. But the incoming payment has so many details in there um, and they can basically track um, track their, their users. Um, the wallets can track their users by just getting the payment pointer and finding out where this payment pointer is um, is used on, on websites and then have a profile of where they're the users are are browsing. So we wanted to um, make sure that that can't happen because right now it can't happen because the packets are uh, created within the browser. So so nobody ever knows where the user was browsing. And what we ended up doing is um, creating this um, additional resource 
um, on, on Rafiki. Uh, well, yeah, it will be on Rafiki, but the additional resource on, on open payments that um, is the is a, is a connection detail resource. Um, and with that, basically, the browser can just hand a URL to the sending wallet that um, can get the connection details of that incoming payment from that URL without ever having to know anything else about the incoming payment. And uh, that still needs to be put into Rafiki. So um, um, yeah, so we, we are pretty close on um, having all the um, things, the open payment things in Rafiki. But since we are, keep on updating the open payment spec, there's an endless stream of work there. So um, it's still not completely done, but pretty, we're pretty much there. The list endpoints, I talked about those the last time. Those are, um, we have those now. And um, we've also shifted our main focus and Rafiki now to uh, implementing the auth server. So we're simultaneously working on the grant request flow, token introspection, and token revocation. Um, and that um, is shaping up nicely. Um, but um, what what this this the spec changes to open payments also come with is that we also will have to make changes to um, the ILP pay library um, because that is expecting a certain schema of the incoming payment and since we've changed that that needs to be updated as well. Um, and then finally, what we um, just added to Rafiki is a, a JSON validator, um, which, which checks that any um, open payment requests and responses are um, as we spec them in the open payment spec. So um, basically, it, it pulls the spec from the other repo and makes sure that whatever is received or is uh, responded is in that format. And yeah, that was the bundled open payments and Rafiki update. Thank you, Sabine, and uh, thank you, Adrian. Uh, we have uh, Yuchi. Uh, uh, Yuchi, would you share updates from the coin? Yeah, for sure. Thanks, uh, Vinil, uh, for having this. And from the coin side, it's going to be updates mostly from uh, events and education work we've done recently actually I was away for a month i just got back this week but uh, we had the global hack week in partnership with major league hacking and uh, for for this event we kind of refined our engagement based on a recent uh insight that we got from a survey that was led by Jasmine on our team, we found that lots of people that responded that they knew about Interledger didn't really know what payment pointers were. Payment pointers are, I mean, they, they heard about Interledger, the protocol, but they didn't really know uh, that payment pointers are what enable uh, people to receive ILP payments. So, for the global help week, we, we focused on uh, introducing the participants to to Interledger and payment pointers and we got a few people to to set up payment pointers on their website so that was like a very good opportunity to share 
more about Intelligia. And then the second uh, thing that our team did was at WordCamp Europe. For those of us who are not familiar, WordCamp is uh, a conference focused on WordPress. And as you already know, uh, Intelligia payments are supported in the Coil Word, Word, uh, WordPress plugin. People are able to install the WordPress plugin, add a payment pointer, and they can receive streaming payments for, from people that have a Coil subscription. So uh, Coil was also there to uh, introduce a new WordPress plugin and also to get more people to adopt uh, Intelligia as a means for monetizing their WordPress sites. Uh, there's a blog post announcement for the new plugin. I'm gonna share it after this. But that's all the updates from, from Coil. Thanks, Sergi. Next, uh, we we have uh, Matt Mankins. Uh, Matt, would you like to share about your project? Uh, yes, yes. Thank you so much. Um, Alex had uh, invited me to um, to come and um, and talk, and I realized this is a, a slightly different um, level of the stack uh, than than what's come previously. But um, I, I thought it might be useful just to see what people are building. Um, let me just show you real quick. It's it's a it's a very simple uh, demo. So basically, uh, my stance is that one of the things that's missing with our um, our stack is the ability to easily paywall content. So I created a, a new site called monetize.link. And um, if you want, I can uh, post the link here so you can follow along. Um, but basically what it does is it looks to see if the content that you have um, put in um, is uh, available because you have a, a coil or web monetization um, plugin enabled. And if not, it asks you to pay for it. Um, so monetize.link is as if a tiny URL and a paywall uh, were smushed together uh, to make it really easy to paywall, in this case, the, the coil website. Um, what this looks like if you uh, enable incognito mode and then reload it, you can see that um, the site will reload. And um, when the coil uh, extension loads, it'll have a button so that I can go and, and access the, um, the, the site directly. Um, it's you know uh, a fairly simple thing, but uh, I, I think um, can be a, a really uh, easy way to add a payment pointer um, and a URL and start people down the path of exploring um, interledger and and web monetization. So that's a very quick demo. Thanks, Matt. Um, mm -hmm. so now the floor is open for everyone. Um, feel free to share any project that you're working on um, uh, across the broader uh, Interledger protocol. Or if you have any questions for the team, uh, this is the right place to ask. Yeah, Adrian, please go. 
Uh, hey, um, so question for you, Matt. Um, can you explain a little bit more in, in a bit more detail how the monetize.link works? Um, it, it looks very cool, but you're a pretty quick eye. I mean, quite yeah, the time. Yeah, if you want to go into a bit more detail, exactly what like what is it doing? Are you are you emulating Coil under the hood or? No, it's um, nothing fancy uh, at all like that. It's actually really, really straightforward. So um, Monetize Link is, is really just a website that is allowing end users with content to um, wrap their content in a way that creates a paywall. So um, in the demo that I did maybe too quickly, I had put in the, the coil URL. It generated a new tiny URL with the coil URL. And then I went to that URL in an incognito window uh, without the coil extension. Uh, the web monetization API fired and it showed me um, a paywall link that says um, purchase with web monetization or whatever it said. Um, and, and then if I clicked that link, then I would go and install the, the coil extension. That was sort of the idea behind it. Um, if I had the coil extension, um, it would then convert into a button to let me have access to the actual content. So um, basically what this is enabling is the paywalling of any website and the ungating of uh, any website via web monetization. So you could use this to um, basically create a URL that you put on your social and only people with um, the coil extension would be able to access the actual URL. Did okay, that, very did that help and, more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if they, so the content that you create obviously has to be at a URL. So let's say, I don't know, it's it's some blog or something. Uh, what happens if people go to that URL directly? Um, it works as, as, as it normally uh, works. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's no magic. Okay. Although we, we do include a, um, a token and query param. So, you know, theoretically, you could include a library on that second site that okay, checks to see if the JWT token is live or in, in the case of coil, um, you know, if the extension is there. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. So you, you can, um, you can check that the person got there via the paywall by checking it, that token. Exactly. And so monetize that link is a general purpose thing that um, includes purchase by credit card, token gating, email gating, and then um, this was a recent edition of uh, web monetization gating. Very cool. Okay. Thanks for the question. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Adrian. Uh, any other questions for Matt or any questions in general for the team? Great. Thanks, everyone. That's it for today. Uh, so if you still have questions or if you want to get in touch with the team, uh, we have a Slack channel uh, at the Interledger. Uh, feel free to drop in and say hello, introduce yourself, and uh, ask any questions you have. I'm dropping the link to the Slack channel uh, in the chat. 
And uh, once again, thanks everyone for the updates. Have a great day. Thanks, Vanille. Bye. Thanks, Vanille. Thanks.